Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey everybody, happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to life. It's about to be Thanksgiving. With Chris and Tatum. Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? It's Thanksgiving. So a big welcome to everybody. Uh, This is Life with Chris and Tatum. We're so honored to have you with us and a part of this journey. Hey, uh, it's a fantastic week. And Thanksgiving is right here. I want to ask us some questions at the end of this, some like personal family fun, you know, things when it comes to like traditions and what have you. But I want to, first of all, just begin today's podcast by blowing away a myth. Tell us, dear. Well, I I don't know what you're going to say. I think that scores of people believe, um, they think that with just kind of the snap of the finger, they can acquire this gratefulness and gratitude and instantly become a great, uh, a thankful person. But the truth is that you'll only become thankful when you habitually practice gratitude in your life. Hmm. Everything comes down to habits. Again, your habits are stronger than your desires. So it's not just this quick flip of the switch and now I'm a grateful person. It's kind of like what I describe in um, when people say like, how do I start, how do I forgive somebody? Sometimes it's a, it's a light switch off and on, but other times it's a dimmer switch. Mm-hmm. And I would say the same thing about gratitude. Sometimes it's that it's like a a, a fire that you put, that you start out in a campsite. That you, you start the thing with just a little it. bit. Yeah, you yeah. got that little something happening, and then as that little flame starts going, you put a little more fuel on there. And you like blow on it a little bit yep. to make the flame get a little bit bigger. And I, I, truthfully, honestly, we will become thankful when we habitually tr- practice gratitude. In fact, what does this scripture say here, honey? First Chronicles 16 and uh, 34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. I love that verse. What stands out to you about that? His steadfast love and his goodness, it endures forever. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a reminder of the type of God that we serve, the type of the ty- the character that he has is a is a good god who who doesn't love us conditionally when i think about what i'm thankful for and who he is it's not about um me deserving his love it's not about me being good enough to earn his love uh it's it's the nature of god his steadfast love endures forever forever and ever did you know that the that the word thanksgiving is from the same root word as think no. So to think is to thank. You get that? No. Okay, so the root word for thanksgiving is the yeah. word think. So to think is to thank. So as I am thinking about it more okay. often, then that's I'm... where the thanksgiving comes from. Hmm. That's why it says give thanks to the Lord, and now it gives you some things to think about because hmm. your thankfulness yeah. comes as you are thinking about the right things. I like it. It says in James 1.17, every good... Everything good in your life comes from God. Mm-hmm. Everything good. 
yeah, man, if you're if you're struggling with things to be thankful for, you just start just start thinking, like you said, of what do I have in my life that is good, and it all comes from the Lord. The list can go on yeah. for to think eternity. is to thank. Yeah, it's good. Boom, tweet that, baby. Depends on your thought. Come on, Elon Musk, retweet that. <laughs> to think is to thank. If you're thinking the right thought, you'll be thankful. So when you understand this truth that to think is to thank, uh, that. When, when you get that, that's when we begin to build our lives about, upon, up, around the reality that the good things in your life, they're not random. They actually come from God. So let's talk a little bit about how to develop these habits that can help us to become more thankful. So number one. Regularly practice uh, giving things. So this is just what you're saying, making a habit of, um, of being grateful uh, instead of criticizing people or circumstances or things or our lives, let's find our default should be thankfulness. What can we find to be grateful for in that same situation, in the same scenario? You know, there's a lot of people that I've met through the years that their default response is criticism, Mm -hmm. negativity. It's so annoying too. I'm just going to say that's one of my pet peeves. When someone just constantly is talking about everything that's wrong and everything that's bad, I'm not saying I'm annoyed with your bad situation, but can we just talk for a minute about how God is working and look for ways that he's moving? Can we find something to be grateful for? Zig Ziglar said, you'll never see a happy, ungrateful person. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. They usually have a not a smile on their face. I don't know what to call yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of times the the, the default the response for so many people in culture, and a lot of it is the 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 news that we consume mm. and everything is so negative, well, negative, to, negative, negative. Yeah. But it, right here, it, again, it says in First Chronicles, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his steadfast love endures forever. Like God is still on the throne, yes, baby. Yes, he's not gone anywhere. <laughs> No, he and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So no matter what you're facing or no matter what your circumstance looks like, God is still good, and I promise he's working. So if you if you find yourself that you've gotten into that habit, again, like I told you before, I think there's this myth that just, hey, we're going to snap our fingers, and we're going to instantly become this grateful, happy person. No, it's a process. Yeah, and don't— You only become thankful when you habitually practice gratitude in your life. So— when you let me say it like this: When you see something good, say something. Say something good. Yeah. Point it out. Give thanks to God for it. So let, let's just say you're out walking the dog, because you can't walk the cat, but you can walk the dog. And you see a beautiful sunset just while you're walking. Maybe you're with your spouse. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can say it underneath your breath and just say, "You know what? Thank you, God. It's beautiful." When you see something good in your life, point it out. You know, we all complain occasionally, but we can cancel out our own complaining by finding things to be thankful for. And so when you do this, it actually rewires your brain uh, to be as proficient at recognizing the good in your life as you are as identifying the bad things that are in your life. There you go. That's a good habit. So I think we just need to work on this. We We all have room for improvement. Amen. Including the guy speaking to you. Amen. (laughs) 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 Number two, tell them, Tatum. Express gratitude regardless of the situation. Now, that is easier said than done. But since we're talking Mm -hmm. about gratitude, Paul. So, wait, time out, time out, time out. 
Do you remember uh, when I was in uh, Missouri, there was that guy that got in an accident? <laughs> we can't laugh when you tell it because it sounds ugly. Hold on. It sure does. It sounds bad. Yeah. But <laughs> there he, was a man we knew. I was like, man, how are you so grateful? I mean, hold he on. got in the worst accident. But I've. Hold, we should explain his kay. temperament before you tell what okay, happened. Okay, tell him. He had practiced and had the maybe the greatest habit of gratitude of anybody I've ever met. Hmm? Either it was fake or he was crazy. No, it was not fake. It I was think real. It was real. Okay. He was a little out there, but he was so grateful. Every time he said a sentence or anytime you talked to him, he would say, Bless God, right? Praise God. Praise God. Bless God. Praise, praise God. God. Praise so he God. He talked like praise that. Praise God. Praise God. And he he had a crazy story. Like the Lord had rescued him out of some terrible situations in life. So he had a lot to be grateful for because he had been literally saved from a lot. So he gets into the, into a really bad accident. I think the, the truck flipped. Chris and he, I were at the church. At the church. He comes into the church. He's got some blood coming down his forehead there. His hands are all bruised up. And he's like, praise God, everybody. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. You know, my, my truck flipped and I'm I'm still alive. Praise God. And praise God, you know, I've only got a little blood coming down my face, praise God, and praise God. Everything was praise God. Forgive us for laughing at it. If you would have seen the scene, you can't help it. I would have been going, like, praise God, look at your face, man. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, praise God, I'm still here, praise God. He was so grateful, yeah. even in his bloodied mess self, and I guess especially then. Anyway, we still laugh about that story because it was so ironic the way he was talking after he literally had like walked out of a crunched up car and come up to the church mm -hmm. to tell us. He was thankful, man. So we can express gratitude regardless of the situation. Mm -hmm. um, you as know, a choice. You know, Paul says uh, to the Thessalonians, he says, give thanks in all circumstances uh, because God wills it. That's God's will yeah. that we, be, we become like this guy. We just yeah. talked about. Why? Because we never see the full picture. Listen, you, we, we can't look at every situation and clearly understand what's happening. We, we, can on, we, we only know that God is at work in these situations, and he's working them out for his good and his glory. So if we really truly believe yeah. that he is working for our benefit, we can uh, have an attitude of gratitude. That's true. It's so good. I'm trying to think of another example that we can share, but that I can't top the first one. That was a great story. That, that was that was actually a good one. Listen, hey everybody, whatever the situation you're, is that you're going through, rise above the situation and look for what God is doing in the middle yeah. of it. Find something to be thankful for. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is a this is a. Um, so when you burn the turkey tomorrow, praise God. <laughs> Because maybe there was something turkey. that turkey you shouldn't have been eating. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God when, you know. <laughs> oh, there is something <clears throat> in every situation that we can find. It, sometimes it just takes a little more looking than in others, but there's something we can be grateful for. Here's number three. Praise God when all is well. So it's not just in the bad times. Yeah, that but, we need to be thankful. But and we, we're also doing that in the great times. Yep. And this... Listen, a lot of us think that this is like a duh statement. Go on to the next thing. But it's crucial that we do this because... Because our tendency is actually to more just enjoy the great times and to forget who, who's the one that's making that happen. Who's the one who brought you there? When you're on the mountain, you're like, ah, things are great. It's good. I'm on top of the mountain. Oftentimes, we don't 
we don't think about our need for the Lord until we get back down in the valley. So let's not forget him when we're on the mountaintop. He's the one who brought us there. He's the one who got us through the last valley and carried you through. And now maybe life is great. Maybe your marriage is going great. Maybe your kids are serving Jesus and things are well. Your health is well. Thank God for all of that. Let's not miss the opportunity to praise him even when things are well. Mm -hmm. Mic drop on that. You know, I, I would even say it like this, you know, take a moment during Thanksgiving and when you're seeing, you know, maybe the kids are laughing and there's, you know, people are just relaxing afterwards. turkeys on the table. Just thank God. Thank God. For that. We have just, a roof over our head, Lord. Just praise God for that. Family. You know, when you're on a, a vacation and you just, you, you see that beautiful beach or maybe you're looking at some mountains or maybe you just, you have some peace and quiet yeah, wherever it is that you're at. you're on your back porch, man. Thank God. And just maybe, <laughs> yeah, just take the moment and just, recognize, wow, I'm, I'm grateful for what I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, learn to see how bad experiences can produce good outcomes. So I think this is a secret to, again, beginning to build the practice of gratitude in our hearts, because we all should, should take some time to consider the benefits of the difficult times in our lives. Yeah. So after a period away from a situation, we should be able to look back and see how good has come from those experiences. Yeah. And we all do, don't yeah. we? Like you, point, you, yeah. you look back years ago, uh, years Reflect, later, yeah. and you go, wow, I'm, I don't like going through that, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. I can see the hand of God in it, or I can learn from maybe a poor decision that I made. Wow, look what God taught me or how he carried us through or how we barely made it by the skin of our teeth. But look, like... So yeah. the wisdom in this point right here is this, that if if you will look back someday and go, wow, I'm thankful that I went through that and that and that, have the foresight, have the vision to begin to thank God in the middle of it. Yeah, if you're experiencing it right now. So good. Because, hey, listen, learning to see past the trials through eternity's perspective enables us to be more thankful during the times that we struggle. Mm-hmm. So again... Make sure that you're taking time to pause, to reflect, and to give thanks to God because he makes all things work together for the good. Here's the fifth one. Make gratitude a part of your interactions with other people. Doesn't it feel good when someone thanks you for something that you've done? Like if you just put yourself in the seat of the receiving end, of being appreciated, of being recognized, of being valued for hard work. Maybe it was like the meal you're preparing right now for Thanksgiving and your kids or your husband or somebody says, thank you so much for doing this for us. This is so good. This is delicious, whatever. It Making gratitude a part of just regular interactions with people and appreciating not just what they can do, but who they are makes life rich. It makes relationships like, it strengthens them. I think it's so important and it's something everybody wants to hear more of. There's not anybody that I know. And I bet any of you that are thinking right now of people, there's no one you know that wouldn't want to if be appreciated. If somebody is breathing, they need appreciation. Yes. Rick Warren once said, he said, to appreciate means to raise in value. That's not only true of things, it's true of people. Oh, yeah. When you appreciate somebody, you literally raise their value. We ought to appreciate people because it increases their self-worth. And that's a great statement there, Rick Warren. 
Wish I would have thought of that. Listen, make, make it a regular practice to, to say thank you to people in your life. Uh, and, and let me just say this. Often the people we express gratitude the least in our lives are those that are closest to us. Mm-hmm. So on this Thanksgiving week, make sure that you take some time to thank those, to gra- give some gratitude. They might not even be there with you physically to, uh, tomorrow or mm-hmm. today or whatever, but y- you could send them a text. You can give them a call. Yeah. I think it's a sweet time because usually you're with either close friends or family just to kind of go around the room or around the table at some point. I know that's maybe we're going to talk about it later, but something that we always like to do is just talk about what we're grateful for. And um, don't be afraid to do that with pe- with your people. Make people. Room, room for it. Number six, lean into, uh, lean into the strength that gratitude provides. So I know many people who have been through extremely tough situations. And I've noticed that those who are the most grateful have leaned have, and have learned to see God's work um, in it in action. These are the people that are, they have the most perseverance. Mm. So they are in the middle of the difficulty. Yeah. You, I think, um, when I think about people who have gone through really terrible suffering or who have had a season of really facing death or great loss and have persevered through seasons that some of us can't even relate to because we, we haven't experienced that, coming through the hardest things in life often make them the mo- most grateful when you've there's a statement like when you've been forgiven much you love much you love much and i think you can experience such gratefulness for life and for people when you've had loss when you know when you know what it feels like to not have that right and then and then you have family again or you have a child born again, or you, ha- or you have marriage again, you appreciate it in a way that, um, in, in a new way. Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving is a superpower. It enables us to see past our experiences and embrace how God is moving. So not only are thankful people able to draw strength from gratitude, but they're actually able to empower others with their perspective at all as well, because um, gratitude is contagious. I'll say it like this: attitude is contagious. Yeah. Is yours worth catching? And when you have a gr- an attitude of gratitude, it'll strengthen other people all around. Sure does. Yep. So lean into that. Okay, let's let's talk about some fun things here. Okay, you're gonna change gears on. I just shifted gears. Us. I just turned the I felt chapter. The shift. Um, you were talking a second ago about some traditions. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of our Thanksgiving traditions, or maybe like some of our favorite things that we that you cook up uh, for Thanksgiving. Mm. So I'll start with cooking because um, there's one dish that my family will not let Thanksgiving go by without me making, and it's actually a family recipe that was handed down from Chris's grandma, and it's cream corn casserole, and it's like amazing. And every Thanksgiving, we have to have cream corn casserole because it's tradition and it's the best and it makes us talk about Grandma Limburg. We need to have like a different name for that instead of cream. It's Grandma's name. But cream corn casserole, it needs needs to be like um, 
cream corn uh, fabulosa spectacular like want to slap your mama no kind of something I like the tradition Chris wants to give it a new name I want to give it something like kind of cool it's Grandma Lindbergh's cream corn casserole world's best corn corn souffle how about that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that defines <laughs> it but Okay. But thank you for your compliment. That was so nice. But the uh, the traditions? The world's best. Traditions. So for us, we always spend Thanksgiving with friends um, because we don't have much family that lives in the state of Texas. So um, we invite all of our staff personally. I always host it. Who we don't have family here. If they don't have family, yeah. A lot of them are from other countries and Thanksgiving is only celebrated in America. So we like to give them the American experience and we have a house full. And that all stemmed of, from the fact that years yeah. ago when we were in Iowa, we spent one Thanksgiving in a like a little Denny's that was up there, yeah. just us, because we had nobody. Remember yes. it was like kind of rainy and cold yeah. and we were kind of sad. Blakely was a little baby and we just really missed being with so it was just family. And so from that point on, we just decided we want to make our home a place. We want where to make sure that we we reach out and invite people, people that we yeah. that we know of that we want to that bring might you. not have family around. So anyway, we love it. We and we worship and man, we we bring in musical instruments and <laughs> we have fun. I don't we do. We laugh. We ask the question yeah. around the table. Hey, how have you grown in this last year? What are things what you're are you thankful, thankful for? What's one thing that you're thankful yeah. for? And we always end up like the girls around the table crying over each other's stories and just really like hearing about what God has carried people through and. It's just a sweet time of real, really pausing to be grateful. Yeah. Again, it's this whole idea that thankfulness is not just a snap of the fingers. It's something you have to be very intentional about. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, the perfect time to do it. So you should do it too. So w what are some fond Thanksgiving memories that you have uh, from growing up, Tatum? So for me, when I was a child, every Thanksgiving, my family went to a campground like an actual campground where we fed people who came and um, received Thanksgiving meal. I don't really know that. I don't know that they were people in need. I don't really know enough about who they were, but you know you every, year every year we were there and my whole family cooked in the kitchen with my mom's and best friend and her family and, and we served people. And so for me, that was always the tradition. Then of course we played outside. It was like a campground with playgrounds and, you know, like woods and, basketball and so we would always that was our tradition my whole life until I was like a teenager and actually some of my family might still be going there and doing that I think they are actually they probably stopped a few years ago but for like 40 years my family's done that anyway wow. it's very unique I know and then we ate the food that we cooked well for me one of the things we always went to central Wisconsin to Tomahawk okay Wisconsin into Black River Falls that's where my grandma was at and um I was she she lived in a little uh, uh, trailer, yeah, uh, like a like a mobile home, and we would go out and uh, in the backyard there was like sometimes no this was more during the summer we'd go pick blackberries and whatever yeah but I but remember being so excited in the winter or I the used to love it to take those black olives and oh, put yeah. them on all of my fingers. <laughs> 
and I used to eat them. And I used to shout out to all of you opening a can of black olives uh-huh. and dumping them in a bowl on Thanksgiving because <laughs> yeah. it's like a good little hors d'oeuvre. We do the same. I like olives. But when you're a kid, that is fun to put them on your fingers. And they always watch. The, I think it was always the Packers played the Cowboys in football. So all the the guys would sit around and watch that. I remember just being how a little kid. How do you kid. remember that's how do you know that's who always played at Thanksgiving? I just remember that it was always the Packers versus the Cowboys. Who watched? I'm so interested. Here, let me just see right Hold on. Right who now. watched football? Because you don't watch football. I don't, but the guys were watching it. Who? Your parents? No. I mean, like my uncle, my uncle was there, like his, the cousins. Oh, wow. Um, I haven't heard this story. So hold on, everybody. Everyone already knows here probably. Chris has the phone out and he's actually looking to see. Oh, if- this year it's going to be the Giants versus the Cowboys. On Thanksgiving Day? Yes. Which we probably won't be watching, but well, it's on November twenty fourth, which that's the yeah, that's Thanksgiving Day. That's tomorrow. Yeah. So it's um, let's go Cowboys. You know, uh, one other thing I'm thankful for is uh, all the things that God has done in my life. You know, there's an old statement that if you see a turtle on the top of the fence post, <laughs> he knows. Uh, he didn't get there by himself. And that's kind of how I feel. And when I look at my life and I look at where uh, where God has, has, has taken us, it's very easy uh, to recognize that it's just been the hand of God. It's all him. Yep. It's all him. He's so good. Because I'm not good enough. You may be. I'm not good enough. Uh-huh. You may be good enough. But I'm definitely not not good enough. You know, so I just want to say this uh, before we go. I'm thankful for my relationship with Jesus. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my kids. Uh, I'm thankful for my church. I'm thankful for my staff. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my purpose. It's invigorating. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my for my parents. And I'm thankful for Brazilian steakhouses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we yeah, love it. I really am. Well, hey, everybody, before we go, let me just let you all know that we are going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus uh, for the next period of time. We're going to push pause on Life with Christian Tatum. We are about to enter into a very busy season here as we end out 2022. Uh, lots of things that are happening. And so we will see you back as we kick off again sometime in the brand new year. Mm-hmm. And so be uh, stay tuned for that. We'll let you guys know about it. But I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. And we hope to see you either online or in person for our services. Yes. And we're going to be ready to celebrate the greatest. Um, it, it's going to be an incredible Christmas. We That's really right. are. Yep. Everybody, we love you. God bless. See you guys. Bye-bye.